Okay, so as people probably know, I'm a huge J. Cole fan. Oops, I gave it away. Okay, so YG decided to drop a song called Scared Money. And honestly, I think I get the idea behind this song. I, I think I do. However, <laughs> this is a little ironic to me because it has a duo that we've seen do a feature before. And if you know me, I said it I said one name, but if you know me, I'm a huge J. Cole fan. Without a doubt, one of my favorite artists, right? Some would say because he's too simplified or he go, goes differently. I say because he's a poet and the way he moves words around. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the second person is Moneybag Yo. Now, Moneybag Yo, at, the, at some point in his career, could really rap and bring a room together. And <laughs> on, this pro- on this song... I didn't quite get that, but I think that's just because I haven't heard Moneybag Yo rap in maybe about eight eight months. I haven't heard a project from him in like eight months. So when I get into this, it's going to seem like I'm coming from one perspective and I'm throwing jabs at people. I'm not. Um, because there are a lot of people that are mentioned in here that I think will not respond to the punchlines that are put in here. And I think I think that's why I kind of go into detail with this because there aren't a lot of artists that will talk about this situation or talk about the people that are listed in the song. <laughs> but we'll get into all of that after a word from our sponsor. <clears throat> after a word from our sponsor, we'll get right into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so first of all, let me get a few things off my chest. Uh, I'm a huge J. Cole fan, and without sounding biased, I think J. Cole had the better verse. Which I think I, I will further probably explain when I get deeper into these songs and these lyrics from all three of these artists that are in a song called Scary Money by um, YG that he decided to drop with two amazing features, right? So, so Moneybag Yo starts it off by saying about why did you come to a club with money if you're not going to bl- spend it or throw it, which, depending on how we look at it, could be degrading to women or distasteful to women. But some people don't really care. It's probably, it's probably the way to put it, but in some ways it can be distasteful, but he just, I guess the club atmosphere of it makes him think, okay, so why aren't you throwing it We're in a club? So he also, and he also mentions, he also mentions, I'm going to have him run like Forrest, which I think, and I could be wrong, I think that's a reference to Forrest Gump. If you haven't seen Forrest Gump, um, it's it's considered a classic to some. However, if you do, don't watch any newer ones, they might have made it, 
I know they're rebooting things in different series now, but I would say if you want to watch Forrest Gump, watch the original. Which I think that's what he's saying. And he also compares himself to Kanye West out of all people. Now, this right here is different to me. So he says where he's like, I'm Kanye West. I'm Kanye West. What he tries to, what he says is, and, and for some reason it gets difficult when you talk about this. Because Kanye's Yeezys are up there with one of the, like, up there with popular brands, um, like a billionaire share I'm looking for, is like $350, but I, I have to check the name on it, but there are a lot of things, but he talks, he talks about, mainly his whole point, <laughs> his whole point is the shoes that YG has, with these shoes that Kanye has. Now, personally, I haven't seen a lot of people, um, uh, or a lot of people that know that YG put out shoes. Now, if you go ask them, like, hey, what, what are Kanye's shoes called? They'll go easy, right? Because I don't think musically they're in the same lane, but I don't also I also don't think shoe-wise that they're in this same lane. Now, a lot of people might say, hey, well, I know four or five people that wear YG, but I think off my personal experience, I don't think I know that many. And I think that's why this comes off as, hey, me kind of throwing shade. It's not. I, I know somebody that has a bunch of Yeezy shoes um, and a bunch of original boxes that come with them, right? Like, a bunch of them. I think at one point they had, like, 15 to 20. So, I get it, right? But he compares himself to it. And then he also throws, I'm not Kid Cudi. And I think this, this bothers probably a few people because he says, I'm not Kid Cudi, which... Which sounds, and which honestly it does, it sounds like a diss to King Cuddy, uh, to Kid Cuddy. But I don't know on the aspect of what he means by I'm not Kid Cuddy. If he says he doesn't take breaks in music, that could be debatable, right? That could be debated if he takes time in music. He doesn't take t- a lot of time, um, like Cole. Like Cole would take four years between each album. YG doesn't do that, maybe every couple years. But if he's talking about the way he expresses himself, he's not that either, right? Like, Kid Cudi has done things that only Kid Cudi... Kid Cudi and a few people that understand Kid Cudi's mindset could do. Um, like, uh, like the kind of dress he wore to make a statement. Only a few people would understand that. Or... Or, like, when, when there was a diss directed at Kid Cudi, they said he... He mentally wasn't okay. I'm not making fun of mental health, um, but that was one of the layers that was pointed at Kid Cudi. And mental health-wise, mental health is subjective to that person. Like, it's not all people have to have this amount of stability or this, this, this. Right? Kid Cudi deals with stuff in his own way and in his own time. YG, he probably goes to clubs. Kid Cudi might not. You know, or... One might go to the therapist and one might not. So, when he says, I'm, no, no, I'm not Kid Cudi, I don't know. if I don't even know if he means appearance-wise because I can tell Kid Cudi and I can tell YG apart. But some people might not. I know there are some people that can't tell certain rappers apart from each other and I don't know what that's, uh, what that's pertaining to, but there are some people that can't. So, I think that could be what he's throwing shade at too. 
because probably somebody said, uh, oh, it might be. But you never know, right? You never know what he's referring to when he says, I'm not Kid Cudi. He could be like, because somebody might have been at the airport and like, hey, yo, that's, hey, that's Kid Cudi. He was like, I'm not Kid Cudi. Um, so that could be that too. He's scared. And then he ends it with, scary money don't make no money, which has been said so many times that I think, I think this doesn't have as much of an emphasis as the saying first did when it, uh, when it originated in like 1954. We were like, uh, scam money don't make, scam money won't make no money. Or when Wayne did it, scam money don't make no money. And you know, everybody was happy about it. Okay. So money bag, yo, I have to, I kind of have to simplify this. Well, I just simplify it. He talks about country. He talks about that people like his country accent. Or the way he sounds country on certain songs, or when you talk to him in person, he sounds country, like he couldn't say music or something like that. Um, so he says people like don't like it when I talk country, and just talks about women through his old verse. Now this Cole verse is different to me. I think this is, and I have a reason on why Cole was doing this, right? I have a whole reason on why I think Cole is doing what he's doing. Now, as I said, I'm a huge Cole fan, so this is kind of my scheme on it. So. I'm gonna hit these notes backwards. So when I mean when I said <laughs> when I say I'm gonna hit these backwards, they're I'm gonna hit them backwards and they're gonna sound wonky. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say how these sound in order. Where he says something about Sports Center, he was saying that his clips go around. <laughs> Sports Center has to repost them. Like that one basketball shot he made in the. African League that he was playing in for a couple days. I don't think it was a whole season. It might have been a whole season. Right? And and so that, I think, that's true. I think because the stature we hold Cole to, he <laughs> he feels that he doesn't anything he does goes famous. Like, any celebrity that does something goes famous. But if it's Cole, like if it's Cole saying that he got back into his Twitter or something, it does crazy numbers. Like, if somebody else was to do it, it wouldn't go crazy. For Cole, it goes crazy. Now, <laughs> so this is where I say I go back and I go forward when I talk about these two topics. So when he says, <laughs> I flew around the world like I'm Drizzy Drake because <laughs> he got his own plane. <laughs> now, this is funny to me because Cole did... So, roughly, Cole did a tour for the offseason, and he flew, I think it was the States, and then he went to other countries for the offseason tour that he did recently at the job in the offseason in, like, May of last year. And so, this brings up of a more thing, because he was on tour for the offseason. And this brings me to this, this point. He says, when I drop, they push back dates. Now, this right here is clever to me on, like, four different aspects of it. So, you have one aspect where he's saying Drake, Kanye, Tyler, the creator, all the big albums pushed themselves back because they were scared of what Cole was going to do for the offseason, which could be true, right? Which could make a lot of sense because he is friends with Drake, and I don't, I think he's friends with Kanye. I'm entirely sure what his affiliation with Kanye is. But then... This also, so, okay, so, this is my understanding of what I think is going 
to ultimately happen. So he did a feature run all the way up to the offseason, dropped the offseason, took a month, took a few months off, came back and ran these features. Right? And I think his end goal is, and I think, and I could be wrong. So when he says, I push people release dates back, I think we were supposed to get C, uh, Certified Lover Boy in January. But we ended up getting it in like August and February kind of range. So did he push that back and did he push Kanye's album release back for Donda? Was all the stadium things for Donda being pushed back because of that? Right? Was that the thing that no one was understanding but was happening? And then this brings me to this Kendrick album, right? Because this Kendrick album has been announced since he last his, since he announced his last album, which is crazy to me because he did a feature and then disappeared. But he also said he was going to drop in his next album or his last album was going to be a rock album. We never got that, and we still haven't got it to this day. But can J. Cole run these features is his whole point to run these features to either be on Kendrick's album or to push Kendrick's album all the way back into another year. And I think this this could be the case, right? Because he dropped two features. He dropped two features back-to-back weeks. He dropped the offseason back-to-back weeks. He did a feature with J- he did a feature with Jordan Lucas of all people. Um and that song was called Your Heart, but I think th- does this does this mean J. Cole is so methodical that he decided to do an interview, the offseason, all this run of features, he took the summer off, he said he wasn't going to do anything for the offseason, then when the season started, he he's running through these features. But if that is the case, right, when do we get Kendrick's album? Because apparently, allegedly, because I said this with all respect, um, Donda is supposed to drop on the 16th of this month. But that doesn't leave much room for Kendrick, right? Because either so either we get Kendrick's album roughly roughly someday next some okay. So roughly someday this week, which would probably be the 11th, but then when Wednesday hit, we would have to listen to Donda too, which I'm not sure logistically how that would work because they would still be running for um, the top album of that week. So I'm not sure how that would work out, but would he would he be risky enough to drop it? I don't know. But I think <laughs> but I think since J. Cole dropped these features, his catalog has grown to where he's like, I'm going to say I'm the best in the world and then prove it. Right? Because there's been a conversation that his only two competitors are Drake and Kendrick. And in Heaven EP, he said, I don't get my credit. <laughs> they can meet bronze, right? Which, I'm trying to figure this out. So, it, and my, my, <laughs> so my, my goal is, I think, and I think this is what his goal is, to run features this year, off-season features, drop another album, or wait a couple months until... Because we still haven't got that announcement of it's a boy yet. And then the fall off, right? So, he said it would be... So, I'm trying to figure this out. So, if Jacob was to drop the fallout in a couple years, 
and that's why he's saying they push release dates back because the off season we didn't have a date for. Um, it was on the album of the year picture, but it wasn't it wasn't certified. Nobody's mentioned anything about it. The week I think it was the weekend of we found out that it was dropping. So I wonder if he's doing this feature on the pushback albums that should have been dropped this year. And if I'm right, Donda will get pushed back two more times. So we push back on the 16th, and then the 16th will be pushed back again. If I'm right. But I'm not sure, though, because I think... <laughs> and y'all like, where's this conversation going? So when he says, I think I'm Drizzy Drake, because Drake has his plane, and then when I drop, people push their albums back or push their projects back. And I'm wondering, is that true? Because it's looking like we're getting further and further out of Kendrick's album of dropping every four years. And like, <laughs> Kendrick, where's that album? Um, We're getting there. Where's that album? So, I think that's what this song is going to do. But by far, I think if I could talk about a verse forever and ever, I think it obviously would be J. Cole. Because I, I see J. Cole as a metaphorical artist. Not somebody that's straight to the point. But I think we could... We could <laughs> so with that point, right, with, with these points that J. Cole mentions in these songs, we can have this discussion for probably another hour. But I think J. Cole lyrically is trying to put himself up there with Drake, right? Because if he drops constantly and he drops hits, I say every time he drops, he'll be up there with Drake, right? He'll be up there with Drake and people will forget um, Kendrick Lamar. But we're in that... We're in that rough space where these guys necessarily they don't have to, but when you get like 21 years in, a lot of rappers seem to like fade out. But that's my thing. J Cole has adapted his style many a times, as we've seen in both in this feature, Moneybag Yo and YG, and what he did with Benny the Butcher, right? Like he has adapted his flow, but he also did it with Jordan Lucas. Like he's adapted his flow so much. Could he do it another round and then prove he's the best by dropping every year like Drake and putting Drake in that competition? I think this is a, this song brings up more interesting facts to me, but this song is more like J. Cole when he was on Under with Young Thug. J. Cole has a better verse, and the other people just kind of carry the hook. But they get outshined by J. Cole because J. Cole has a lot of stuff that he talks about in the song watch, which... Not saying that these other artists don't, but YG compared himself to Kanye is just like, uh, I get you what you're saying. It's like the champion debate of champion was in Walmart, but now people like it because it's cost like it cost more. But it's like J. Cole just brings substance to it. And I think a lot of his stuff is just metaphorical. So it's not just surface level hits. So I think that's why the best person to me goes to J. Cole. But the song overall is a 5.7 out of 10. So I don't know. I think, I, I think I'm rambling on at this point about who has a better feature and why I think J. Cole does. But I think the way he puts these metaphors together, if they're metaphors, I assume they're metaphors. But it might not be. But when I'm pushing albums back just seems too... Too big of a thing to overlook album-wise because we've had a bunch of albums pushed back for Cole to release the offseason. Because I don't think... I think one person dropped Cole when he dropped the offseason. If I'm correct. 
So I don't know. I just I'm looking at the big picture and Cole might have some points to it. <sighs> but he also talks about the crate challenge too, which I think um, if you're still doing a crate challenge, uh, please don't break your bones, don't break your back, just be careful. The crate challenge is very scary to attempt, um, and hospital bills aren't cheap. So, shouldn't be saying that, hospital bills aren't cheap, but uh, a lot of people don't like hospital bills. But overall, I think y'all get what I'm saying about this being a very, <laughs> a different, a strange... Song review because scary money doesn't make any money is a common saying. So scary money as a song, overall five out of five out of seven out of five point seven out of ten. So we'll see where we get from here, and maybe Cole will drop something or we'll get a Kendrick drop soon. So we'll see.